I think we've done it. I'm alive. Okay. Right. Oh my god, that was terrible. We that if we need to. We need because we had a few technical difficulties at the start. Uh, but first and foremost, welcome to another episode of Joe and Matt having a chat. As always, I'm joined by my very attractive co-host, Matt. Hi, Matt. How are you doing today? Hello, Joe. I'm very excited for today. It's been, it'll be good. I'm excited. We've got a little guest on. It's our first guest of the series. Um, Hi! <laughs> so, she will introduce herself? But before, we introduce, before we introduce her, um, well, yeah, go on. Gemma. Hi, how are you doing? As I said, I'm Gemma. I am an influencer on Instagram, currently in the fitness industry. So I've come to chat to Joe and Matt today about what I do. So first of all, Gemma, I mean, I've never called you an influ- influencer before. So <laughs> why? what makes you an influencer? It's probably the easiest title to identify myself, actually what I am on, on Instagram at the moment. It's literally just purely fitness-based and trying to motivate other people. I mean, it's probably not high enough to be an influencer. It's not 10K followers or anything. It's only three, but I'm still pretty happy with 3,000. 3,220, uh, 3,200 and something nice. That's a good <laughs> they These tried numbers. doing their homework on me, but they failed. They don't know. <laughs> she gained seven followers since we were on, so we just couldn't keep up. So it was fine. <laughs> it is up and down, to be fair, repeatedly. So, Gemma, how did you get into being a fitness or Instagram influencer? So I started my fitness Instagram um, in October 2020, so last year. So it's done pretty well since then, but of course it was just something to try and keep me occupied um, during the lockdown period. And like most people, most people just went to fitness for like just something to do. Um, But prior to that, I was already kind of into it, but I'd never done anything at home. So it was just kind of getting into like the home gym, doing weights at home and just finding ways to keep active and entertained really when there was nothing else to do but yeah I just saw a trend of loads of people doing a fitness Instagram and I was like that seems quite fun kind of cool so I just gave it a go and it's been going really well all of the home the home workouts and that sort of thing me, <laughs> yeah. me and Joe did a few ourselves there uh, learn how to do a burpee properly I'm sure <laughs> always hand to hand but so uh, it's good when starting your Instagram did you were there any things that stopped you from setting up or did you just set it up and go, right, this is it? Or were there things stopping you or maybe made you nervous of starting it? So when I started it, I thought I had to be like some fancy ass YouTuber, like like with a YouTube account, but I'm too fair, too nervous to even go near that. But um, that was the only thing stopping me because I was like, there's all these other people doing it. They've all got, like I said, like 10K plus followers. There's a huge competition. But when you kind of get the ball rolling in it and just get your first like couple hundred followers, you realise that everyone's just the same as what you are, just doing it for a bit of fun, have a love for fitness. And it was just it's such a nice community. Like, I don't know half the girls that I follow, but they're like my best friends on like social media. They're so lovely. And it's really nice, actually. Just everyone's so supportive of you. So it kind of took away that fear of it. I did. I tried doing a couple of like chatting videos, but I'm kind of like, I stay away from them a little bit. <laughs> When you, you said about girls are gaining a few hundred, when you kind of say gaining a few hundred, getting to a thousand, did you kind of think this is a thousand people? Or you just kind of like, it's just a number? Did you kind of, did it surprise you or shock you at any point? Or you were like, crikey, this is a few people. I think, yeah, it did. When I hit a thousand, that's when I started thinking, wow, that's actually, it's like, because it, it had gone up quite quickly. And to get onto like 3,000 already, it, it's it's kind of, 
baffling in a way to realize how many people there is but I thought it was quite funny when I started doing like my little workout videos which is what I mainly post on my Instagram and I got about a hundred people watching it and I was like wow imagine if a hundred people were in a room with me and they were all watching me and following me doing this workout like that kind of put it into realization um and the same with the live I think I'm just staring at me (laughs) No, I can't see what people are doing when they're watching me. That probably is a bit, <laughs> a bit of ease. I wouldn't think of that like that too much. Yeah. <laughs> I could go two ways. It's all PG, don't worry. All of my Instagram is PG. <laughs> Her fit, Gemma's Fitness is Gemma Barton Fitness. If anyone is kind of wanting to have a little look, so give a follow. Mm, spell with the J. Do you reckon? It's got to be J. J-E-M-M-A. Yeah. I nearly spelled my name wrong then. <laughs> Is that? Have you got kind of quickly on last thing on the numbers? Have you got a kind of a end of the year target? What's the next kind of? Have you got a little number target for yourself or anything? Do you know what? Weirdly enough, I actually wanted to hit three thousand followers this year, and so I kind of need a new one. I'll take any any offers. What do you think? I was trying to. I'd love to get to ten. Ten. Ten thousand. <laughs> Not this year, but that's the goal. No, ten thousand by the end of this year. That's your goal. <laughs> I need a fourth. We'll get you Mm. so obviously you've got a you had quite a big following or you've got a fairly big following now considering from where you started what bit of advice would you give to someone who is trying to grow their instagram following oh could be for me and that could be in general (laughs) pointers for you boys you've got to get into the community for sure i mean i do um social media as like a little side hustle anyway like doing it away from my fitness instagram so i'd definitely say the biggest pointer is just communicate with people you've got to be active I'd say a lot of stories, regular posting, but comment on other people, like their comments, reply to them on the like, like the posts that you see, like you've got to interact. That's the best way to kind of get kind of more notice about yourself and kind of show a bit of who you are as well. Like if you're just posting pictures, like, yeah, that's cool. But if you're generally writing in the comments, mentioning yourself and other people, sharing what other people have achieved, like that's how you get like the attention. Did it become more normal to like naturally do stuff on Instagram did it take you a little bit a few weeks some of that it took a few weeks yeah it took a few weeks to even start finding people that I kind of connected with and they had a similar interest to me as well um but yeah once it started like as soon as the ball got rolling which it did quite quickly and quite easily it was um it's just kind of become a daily thing now I'd regularly check my Instagram and just go through and have a look at who's doing what kind of give a bit of support for what other people are doing so yeah definitely that so on your page, you obviously go through different things. Nutrition is one thing you go through quite a lot, obviously coming up with different ideas for meals and snacks and all that sort of stuff. What kind of, is that just normal for you? Do you just enjoy doing that sort of stuff or kind of talk <laughs> you, a little bit about that? This is what people are probably going to be interested in. And I'm sorry to disappoint, but it has just been my daily, like normal life. I've always been quite healthy. I've got a very healthy family who are all into their fitness. So that has helped a lot. But during lockdown, um, I did really kind of more kind of start focusing on what I was eating and my diet. And that's when I really start to see like changes. Um, but yeah, I follow, I have a great, I don't know how if I can advertise on here, but I'm going to say it because I use it. It's the Joe Wicks cookbook. It's like a slim and 60 or something like that. It's great, honestly. The amount of, you've got vegetarian options, you've got standard options. And majority of that stuff is what I kind of like would eat. Um, and I've just recently got into like the trend of like overnight oats, which is awesome. I love it. That's what I have in the morning. It's good that it was obviously natural to you. You weren't having to like post stuff for the sake of it. It was just a day in a life almost, that sort of thing. But yeah, 
good on that. So did you kind of research into stuff? Like, have you kind of gone as calories or is it just, I know you do yeah. my fitness pal and that sort of stuff. No, I, so I started tracking my macros, um, which is macronutrients for anyone that wants to know. That's something from GCSE that we've just learned. <laughs> but yeah, no, I started tracking my macros. <laughs> I started tracking my macros um, when I started my fitness Instagram, when I really started kind of getting into more of it during lockdown. Um, just to kind of really just, I had it was just free time I had. I just started to monitor my fitness more and that was just one of the things I added onto it. Um, but that's what I've continued to do and it's so easy I think I use a fitness app called my fitness pal and you just like mm, scan yeah. a barcode of what you've eaten and it comes up with calories like the protein the carbs fats everything that's in it and then you can total to how many calories you have in a day I do that every day for all the meals I eat and it takes less than a minute to sort out and that's been so helpful because I can like kind of predict what I've eaten in the day you find you can kind of not use it all the time just because you almost guess or you have a good estimate that's this many calories because you've had it before do you mm. find you can kind of look at some food and think that is going to be this many calories roughly do you find that's coming more natural to you oh yeah definitely it's weird I can see like I'm not like psychic like I can put down like a slab of chicken and I'm like right that's like however many calories I wish but <laughs> yeah it's definitely got easier with like portion sizes and what I put into my body with it as well um it does come naturally. It's like anything, though. The more you do it, the better you get it, the more you learn. And fitness sometimes seems like a scary thing, I think, for some people, especially when it's nutrition. But it's so easy. It really is. And there's so many people that have so many different options of how to do it for different body types now. So it's really, it, you can get into it. I think with nutrition, you've got like different layers to it. And something I probably would say to my clients as well is the main thing is to focus on your calories first. Mm. So for you at the moment, I guess you're trying to you're not trying to drop body fat but i don't suppose you're trying to put on huge amounts of muscle as well so you're probably eating at like a maintenance i've always level. tried to keep my body weight the same i've always wanted to improve my muscle but i've always tried maintaining my weight so as you said you, you kind of got the basic calories which would be the bottom of the pyramid so it's calories in versus calories out which you seem like you've got under control already mm-hmm. and as you said you, you can now kind of gauge what's in what's in what maybe with chicken or even if it's a slice of cake you can probably guess not that you eat cake obviously <laughs> no i eat cake of course you've got to treat yourself still <laughs> carrot cake <laughs> Actually, that okay, was like my friend. little easter egg like experiment making a carrot cake but it's still, it still had sugar in it <laughs> how many easter eggs did you eat over easter oh my god oh, so many so many i was i so um i went over to my boyfriend's actually and he he has a um little spring spaniel and he ate half of my Easter egg and I was so gutted. I've been ready. I mean, like, you know, when you just kind of get yourself mentally prepared to eat a certain food. Is the dog, okay? dog okay? That's, yeah, that's, that's... my first, my first <laughs> Yeah, I know you're not meant to feed. Please, yeah, please don't feed your dogs chocolate. But <laughs> he it's is, it just it happened, right? Yeah, it chocolate happened. Was I gone, didn't, yeah, end of the day. It, yeah, it wasn't my decision. I definitely would not have given it to him if I had the choice. But yeah, so he ate my, my um, Easter egg. So. I was disappointed in that, but many eggs packets themselves. I couldn't tell you. I've lost count. Well, they're on sale now. You can now get them for like fifty p around places. So people <laughs> look out for them. Don't tell Post me that. <laughs> Don't tell. So I can't deal a, with that temptation. What What would be a typical day in? Like, what would you eat in a typical day? Ah, so it. I do try and change it around, but. Averagely, I would definitely have my overnight oats in the morning. Um, I'll put that, with, so I'll make that the day before, I'll have that in the morning, and then I'll put that with like frozen berries. And that's consistently on my Instagram every single morning. I'll put that on my story with like a cute little boomerang with a spoon coming out. 
typical um for lunch I'll normally try and have like a higher protein meal so I'll maybe make a stir fry or I'll have like salmon or something like that normally we have like leftovers from dinner um so I'll kind of use the meat from that and then make it into like something like kind of like a nutrition bowl or something quite like refreshing and light and yummy like not just like chicken and rice like I always try and make it a bit more exciting um and then dinner will normally be <laughs> these boys are looking at me like we love our chicken and rice <laughs> no, no, just, Joe, what, Joe, what have you got for dinner tonight? I just I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking through what you I don't eat need chicken it's... and rice you don't need to just eat it it's good it's, it's but beef, you can mix it it's up. beef and rice you got I have actually got chicken and rice tonight that's the thing <laughs> it's just and I, all I have is an omelette for breakfast so it's, it seems very basic very you boring it's so boring <laughs> I had, I had beef and rice for lunch, so big stuff of it. Chicken. Do you know what? So I'm you, you're a little more creative. I had, I had salmon and rice for lunch, actually. Do you enjoy right. cooking, though? Like, do you kind of do you enjoy doing it in general? No, not no. at all. <laughs> I'm not, like, yeah. I just, I can't be bothered. Like, sometimes I'm really excited about it, but I, I'm still quite lucky. I live with my, my family still, so I haven't actually got to the feel of having to cook every single day for myself. So I think when it gets to that point, I'm going to absolutely hate it. But at the moment, I'm quite happy to just cook when I feel like it. Yeah, it, it, it's not as fun. It wears off quite quick. The idea is really fun, imagine. but then we have to do it. Yeah. Do <laughs> think, the idea is not even fun for me. I'm dreading it. <laughs> do you think lockdown's made it easier to eat a little bit healthier? I don't know, actually. It definitely has made it easier to... well. Actually, no, I'm going to go no, because I sit right next to the kitchen when I work. So I do probably snack more. And I feel like that can be related with a, quite a few people as well. Like I do snack a lot. But when I used to go into the office for one of my old jobs, I would take like a um, little lunchbox with me. And that would have all the stuff that I've packed in the day. I would always have fruit and I always have to have like a yogurt and stuff like that. And it would always be stuff that I would eat then throughout the day instead of just at lunch. But then I would restrict myself as well. So I'd probably say it was easier. The more I've done it, the better I've got because... Um, I have more time to now exercise, which probably kind of balances it out a little bit more. Nice. You, when you kind of started Instagram, going back to it, did you have any kind of role models or such? Is there any kind of fitness people, not like the influencers, but any people that you kind of <laughs> look up to or copy exercises from or going back to yes. that sort of thing? Um, my favorite instagrammer at the moment is a lady called girl um gains with brains um it's at gains with brains and i can't tell you how many followers she's got but she's awesome she's got an incredible figure she's got an incredible mindset she does some fantastic short period workouts um she's been someone i follow for quite a long time as well and then there's also another lady called um kim french which is at kim french um, and she's had an incredible transformation. She used to be just like your typical mum, two kids, and she's just turned into this absolute like tank of muscle. Like her body is just insane. It just shows like what fitness can really do, changing at any age. Um, so I'd say those are definitely my top two for them. But I could you... go on like to be fair, I've got a list I could go on, but those are the two that's come to mind. Just saying about training there, do you have kind of a, a favourite type or is it do you, do you like a bit of hits? Do you like it more circuit based? Yeah, no, my favourite is here. I absolutely love it. I think that was the most effective form of training that I found worked perfectly for me. Um, I did. So when I actually started, I wasn't really like, I would say like fit as in like physically. I would say I was just like, you know, just like petite, slim. I didn't have like much muscle on me. I had like fatty areas as well. 
so when I started um, working out in lockdown, I started doing, <laughs> this is, I don't know if you've heard of like the Chloe Ting's ab workout. It's like, she does like a 10 minute ab. So you can do like, um, I wouldn't, I'm not going to slate it because it did work for me, but you can do like this. Nah, go uh, on, slate it. <laughs> no, I literally haven't got, because I did that. So I did the Joe Wicks workouts, like his like 30 minute home workouts, which were the things that kind of really got me into doing his. And then what I the did. Yeah, I got involved with them. The kids. Not the kids' ones. I didn't get dressed up or anything. Oh, okay, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the ones for kids, Kim, yeah? <laughs> no. You like... did the kids' session. <laughs> no, I did the more, the more, maybe, like, the higher up, maybe, like, the 12 to 15-year-old. I'm kidding. No, I did the adult ones. Okay. With them. So the, the big kid one. <laughs> I did the big kid ones. Um, and then afterwards, I'd do the Chloe Ting's 10-minute ab workout. And she was kind of, she kind of advertised it, which is where people have kind of got a bit of an issue with it. I think she can advertise like you can get abs in like a week or abs in four weeks, which yeah, isn't possible. But the the training, the exercises that she does and the formality that she puts our YouTube in is a great form of workout. So those two workouts together was kind of what got me into going to the gym daily and in, in like at my house. And then from then on, I've moved on to doing Sydney Cummings, um, which is an American mm -hmm youtuber um and she does loads of hit workouts but she also does quite like muscle focused ones as well so i do majority of my workouts with that um but yeah it's mainly hit based saying about gyms and stuff obviously so we're we're recording this before so the gyms open on monday um mm. <clears throat> are you are you looking forward to it are you going to go back to obviously now you've got the home gym as such but you're going to be mm. going back to a gym what kind of what are you looking forward to in that do you know what? I'm on I'm on a wall with it if I'm honest because um obviously during the lockdown period I was made redundant so now I'm a student so I've got a student incomings which is zero <laughs> so I probably can't afford a gym at the moment but if I could I would love to go back because it's just like to be around other people when training is would be different and I think like after lockdown I think the community of it would be really I think it'd be really mm. cool to go back to a gym and have everyone like back it would be kind of like the new kind of nightclub I think everyone would be so excited to go in um, but after finding obviously the routine in my own gym, I think I'll still keep quite a lot of my routines here. And it's so yeah. easy to film as well. I'm not going to be one of those like influencers in a gym like filming myself. I couldn't do it. Well, you kind of you stole the words from what we said in last week's podcast. So we said about kind of when returning back to the gym and that kind of environment. So you get kind of you see your friends, you might see you might even see family there. That kind mm. of group, even if you're on your own, you might say hi to, to whoever. It's the gym kind of is going to be a nice place. Because people haven't been there, it's going to be so nice to see people. Obviously, keeping kind of restrictions, all that stuff, but it's going to be a, a nice environment. Yeah, so you said you were, you said you were a student, or you've recently become a student. What are you currently studying? So it's not in the fitness category whatsoever. It's actually in event management. Okay. And, and um, whereabouts are you doing that? currently at home but it's online with the event <laughs> no I know what you meant <laughs> yeah, like, where, where are you doing it with the um online event academy which I've got to say has been probably my lifesaver it is awesome I love the course so much um so last year in September I did my uh diploma which is like the level four so I'd say that's probably like an a-level standard um and then from then i started my level seven which is like a postgraduate degree slash master's equivalent um and i've been doing that for nearly two months now how are you finding kind of doing instagram and studying like i know you're not spending hours and hours a day on instagram but how are you do you find it's kind of impacting or yeah i know you're probably... obviously studying more but 
Oh no, my studying unfortunately <laughs> will is prioritised. Well, I'd say fortunately for me because that's where my career hopefully will be going. <laughs> but yeah, the fitness Instagram hasn't been as active since. But I think in a way it's kind of quality over quantity now. Like if I was to post something, it's had more time to think about it. It's more like if it was like a workout video, I've had more time to focus on right. What am I going to record? Why am I going to record it? Kind of like coordinate it within it. Whereas in lockdown, it was just a free-for-all. Like, every day I was just posting what I was doing. That's so the now it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's only got a bit more structured. <laughs> but, yeah, it's only a couple of times a week now just to kind of stay on top of my studying. So have you got any tips for someone who's maybe trying to balance their studies or work and try to grow an Instagram brand at the same time? Mm, definitely get a routine. Figure out when you want to work out. Figure out what works best for you. Like, my workouts are always in the morning. So I'll, I'll wake up about 8. I'll train from 8.30 to 9.30 and then I'll start my calls. So that's how my day works. And then, of course, I'll do my recordings in the gym in the morning. And then throughout the day when I've got free time or even in the evening, I'll do the edits on my videos. And then the next day I'll be ready to post. So, yeah, it just works what's best for you. But obviously being at home at the moment, it's a lot easier. And then I understand for some people who don't have the luxury of having a gym in their garage like I do. So <laughs> that makes it a lot easier as well. But, yeah, just structure it. It work, works for you. Well, that's good. It's, it's good to have that balance. That's the main thing. It's especially routine. Like mm. think during lockdown, a lot of people, a routine is completely different to what it was before. So yeah. it's an interesting one, obviously. Kind of, if you start Instagram, which probably kept you a lot busier than you would, you might have just sat sat down, got a tub of ice cream, watched Netflix. Like you, you, <laughs> you, who knows? You just kept you busy a bit more. But yeah. So I guess just switching up a little bit. Obviously, we're coming towards the end of the lockdown, hopefully sooner rather than later. Have you got anything that you're looking forward to doing the most once lockdown is over? Yeah, definitely just seeing friends more freely now. I think we've obviously been able to do, like when we had the tier system, we've been able to do like the group of six and then it went down to just one household. So yeah, it'll definitely just be like catching up with all my friends completely, like completely scrapping all the workouts I've been doing. I'm going to go and eat and I'm going to go drink to my house in, <laughs> in pubs and clubs now. <laughs> it's going to be Jim and Barton, Jim and Barton food block. It's going to change <laughs> a little bit. For a year until lockdown was over. <laughs> <laughs> and then if we go back in, it will come back. You, you could be part-time, right? You can be a part-time influencer. Yeah, I'll do that. That's, that sounds like an ideal, actually. I think some of that, it's more realistic, like... Obviously, where locked down, you couldn't naturally just go to the pub. You couldn't go to a restaurant. It was harder to do stuff like that. So some people might have benefited in terms of it was harder for them to eat, in theory, because they weren't able to just go to Nando's. It was a bit harder. Or So it'd be interesting kind of how everyone copes with it and all that when everything opens. Yeah. I think for people like me who have actually got more into their fitness during lockdown, I think it will prioritise how they're going to fit fitness into their life when it all returns because it's, it's already there now so they're used to it they've got their routines or something like me like I've got my routine if stuff was to open up I would probably still make sure I've got time to do what I'm used to now because it was like that whole didn't Gymshark do like this um I think it was like hashtag Gymshark 66 and it takes 66 days to get into a routine of something where it becomes kind of permanent it's, if people have been doing that I think which is what the purpose of that hashtag was becomes just natural like you get up you go right when am I going to work out or if anything else so yeah I think it will become more of a regular thing in people's lives moving forward do you think for you personally it's become a more regular thing oh yeah definitely I had no structure before lockdown at all 
I mean, I thought I genuinely thought like not sounding big headed. I genuinely thought I was quite fit and quite healthy and quite like Jimmy, if that could be a word. Quite like active in the gym. It is now. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> it's been said. <laughs> it counts. <laughs> but yeah, I just I thought I was really quite active and into it, and it just turns out I really just I could have been so much better. But I just needed that structure and that time to realise what worked best for me. So obviously, returning to gym, kind of for people is there any advice you'd give people like obviously if someone that hasn't been able to train all this time what's one bit of advice you'd give someone oh definitely get a mate get someone that knows what they're doing and take them with you and just kind of like know what you're doing before you enter like if you go in like completely blind you're gonna panic you're gonna and it's gonna be completely rammed as well like be prepared that the gyms will most likely be busy but you yeah just go in with an idea of what you want to train like you go right i just want to do legs today go in and do a bit of legs and research what exercises you want to do prior to going in there and then know what exercises or machines or whereabouts you're going to go. And yeah, definitely just take a friend as well. Like just have a bit of fun with it and learn what you want to do. Is that when, obviously when you do your, your exercises, how did you learn them? Did you see them on Instagram? Did you search them up? Or did you just randomly do something? Oh, this might be called something. What was your kind of approach to doing exercises during lockdown? So I, um, kind of this guys I don't know if this is wrong I didn't like copy but I kind of did similar things to what I was seeing like Joe Wicks doing and Sydney Cummings doing and taking how their approach to the fitness outside of recording things were so like exercises which people could relate to or maybe wanted to do and things that I enjoy doing as well so yeah I just kind of I knew I already had like structures like I have my arm routines I have my leg routines and I have my ab routines and it was just kind of then finding new ways to mix it up um, but what I found the best thing was, was once I started getting a couple more people interested in following me, I'd ask questions and ask my, like, my followers generally, like, what do you want to see? Like, what do you want to learn? And I'll, if I know it, I'll teach you. And that's probably been the most beneficial thing is seeing what other people actually want to know other than just myself. I think that links in quite nicely with what you said at the start about being genuine and authentic with people and engagement as well. And that's probably mm. what's helped you grow you're following over the last four or five months now mm. so i think a, a big part of what you've been saying there throughout and i guess we, we say to anyone or your bit of advice to anyone that's trying to grow a following would just be genuine with people yeah. and i think, I think as, as you're saying engage well. is it fake it can be yeah sorry like not i'm not so much in the well i'd say sometimes in the fitness side you can see things that maybe aren't necessarily as realistic as they may be and that's what I've been trying to avoid in all cases like none of my photos have been edited in any type of sort of way and I'm very proud to say that what my figure looks like to other people and how you can achieve it but yeah it's all about building confidence in what I try and promote like there's no sugar coating or anything like that it's all just factual in real life and if you want to get this this is how you do it kind of thing whereas some people try and make it look a little bit better than it necessarily is and there's no need for it so that's always what I've tried to promote Good. Well, well, we'll slowly bring this to a close, but I've got a few more questions for you, if that's okay. Yeah. Firstly, what would you say to a younger version of yourself? Any piece of advice that you could give? Oh, that's a really good question. I'd probably say just keep going. Like, there's been many times in my life where I've always gone, why am I doing this? Or kind of feel like I'm hitting a wall and gone, well, where's this going to get me? Just keep going. Like, I don't regret any of the things that I've done through school, through college, through jobs or anything, just because it's got me to where I am today. So yeah, just keep going, keep growing and take everything as like, 
a learning curve like it's not sometimes it's bad sometimes it's good but all of it's going to get you to somewhere else and further down the line so yeah just keep pushing on I guess final question for me what are three uh, three values or, or traits that people around you have to buy into I would always like to think that people like three traits that people see about me is that how you mean yeah yeah or or that you look for in people could be a friend group something like that what kind of what do you want from people i guess what do i want from people i'd like what from this is a confusing question why it's not going into my head i think what joe's (laughs) trying to say is what kind of qualities do you normally surround yourself with so that's better. Thank you, That's much better. Yeah, that, that, that's well worded. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a way around. It was going so well up until then. <laughs> Joe saves me normally. Go for it, Jim. What qualities? Three qualities of people around you. I'd say I always have people around me who are positive and outgoing. Someone that's a bit of fun, that wants to do stuff, that aren't just going to sit and be boring in and out, in and out. Um, I would like people to be more adventurous around me. I mean, I do. I would say my friends around me are definitely adventurous whether it's trying new things or wanting to go somewhere or something like that so I'd say that's my second one and third just like have fun no matter what it is like just take it easy like there's no stress on anything there's no need for arguments there's no need for debate just kind of crack on with it agree or disagree and then move on and do something I like it I feel like some like wisdom guru (laughs) (laughs) very very wise um, do you have anything that you'd like to plug? Anything you'd like to promote while you've got the chance to do so? Yeah, I can promote myself. <laughs> where, so, yeah, where, you, where can we find you? <laughs> no, B- definitely give me a follow. Big yourself you, up. <laughs> yeah, I'll big myself up. If you like the way I've sounded, if you like what you think I do on Instagram, yeah, come give me a follow. Drop me a message. I'm always on my phone, so I will most likely reply to you. Um, and it was at Gemma Barton Fitness. My primary word of advice though is don't get too invested in instagram i mean it's fun it grows on its own it doesn't have to be your whole life you've got so much other things you can do outside of it that's my probably biggest point to take away from this entire experience i think that's a a very good way a very good way to end the podcast matt any closing remarks any words of wisdom for us today i think it's been i think jeremy's been very open as you said you've got to be yourself if you're too fake people will see through you so that sort of kind of quality gem is obviously sharing with Instagram, which is why she's gained a following. Because people obviously like mm-hmm. what they see and like who you are. So, no, thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Appreciate right. it. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you very much, Gemma. Um, good luck on reaching 10K by the end of the year. And <laughs> thank we, you so and much. And we hope to speak to you very soon. We'll, we'll do. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.